Hello everyone and welcome to The Rundown, episode 200, coming at you from SHOT Show 2022 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I am your host today, Craig Deleuze, but as you all know, I do not do this program by myself. No, I help do this program. I am Mike Poporski. I am here to help as the co-host from the East Coast, although we are here together live at the Beretta Media Zone, SHOT Show 2022, Las Vegas, Nevada, on The Rundown, where we bring you 2A news and conservative views. It's great to have you with us on our 200th episode. Folks, I, you know, I, I gotta tell you, when we started this last March, Mike, I, I didn't realize 200 episodes would come up so quick. I know, right? I feel like we should get a raise. We should get a raise. I think, matter of fact, tell you what, we're gonna double your pay. Double my, I'm out, I'm out. Double your pay. I wouldn't retire on that, at least I wouldn't try to retire on that. Wait, did you say retired? Retarded. Oh, retarded. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-oh, YouTube's gonna ban us again. We finally got back and now they're going to take us out because I used the R word. I do apologize. That's all right. I uh, <laughs> respect you and uh, receive your uh, comments and uh, we're really to release you from your debt. I very much appreciate that, very much appreciate that. Now, with us, we actually have uh, two very good friends. I'm gonna adjust the camera a little bit so that we can actually see them pretty well. Uh, we have our good friends. Y'all know Earl. Everybody say hi to Earl. His Earl. name is Earl. Earl. And also we have Billy. 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 Wild Bill. Wild Bill in the Wild house. Wild Bill. Bill is the man. Bill, you guys might remember Bill from my days at uh, the Firearms Policy Coalition. Uh, he was the one who made me look all, all purdy and stuff <laughs> when I did that, when I used to you, do coffee. You were working right. hard oh, back man. then, weren't you? I don't think the chroma key was able to keep up. That was with Vivid time. Video? Was that right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was no? not. Oh, right. No, it was not, Mike. Dark, I realized dark that AVN is like, you know. Aviation? Yes, I am a pilot. Yes. <laughs> the Aviation Network. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike just, Mike, Mike ain't right. Mike ain't right. Mike ain't right. <laughs> so how are you guys enjoying SHOT Show so far? It's been a while for me. How about you? Uh, yeah, I want to say it's been a few years. I think the last time I came out uh, was with with yeah. Craig when we were in a firearms policy. I think that was 2016. Coalition. I think it was. Yeah. I think yeah. it was. It was a little bit ago. It, it's it's different. It, the The attendance is down a little bit. They've also spread the room out. They've they've added on another section pavilion. I don't know the exact terminology, but then also and the facilities we're in, this, we're sitting in the media zone brought to you by Beretta mm -hmm. because Beretta's not here. So otherwise we'd be out front yeah. in a little hole in the wall. We're out in the middle of middle of everything right now. Yeah, I was gonna say. Lots of, lot more room. That time that we came, you guys were just on a little table out there. Because yeah. we'd met you guys at GRPC right before that. Right, right. They Tampa. normally have us stuck over, they know we're not stuck. They normally have us in a hallway. Right? Yes, <laughs> which is good because it's a little. The sound is a little bit better, uh, but you you miss the, the foot traffic and all of the people and all of the trappings yeah. of being involved in shot. So uh, anyway, but this is our two hundredth episode. Already, I, I forgot my tux. You know what? I actually do have a suit I brought with me for right. the for the fashion show, and I would have worn it for this if I had known uh, if I had uh, counted correctly. <laughs> counted correctly. <laughs> counted correctly. He evidently did not count correctly. But there's one other thing that it is. There's one other thing that's very important to recognize about today, Mike. Oh, you know it's a very important is, day. Right? Very important day. It's very. It's Taco Tuesday. 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 <laughs> nice. It's raining tacos. Uh -oh. 
Sour cream. Yes, it is raining tacos. We are in the Southwest. We are in the Southwest. Well, is this, is this the Southwest? Las Vegas, the Southern, Southern Nevada. So yes, it is. we are still considered the Southwest. It's like South, Southwest, West. Right. Okay. I guess right. everything on this but, side of the Sierras is, is the Southwest. Right. Yes. Okay, I'll give you that. But right. an important thing to note, though, is, and I will still say this, California has the best tacos still. Um, uh, Nevada, Nevada, Nevada is not even close. Nope. No. Not even no, close. No, not even close. But in fact, I mean, L.A. County and everything south is pretty amazing. <laughs> no. For obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. No, it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. So anyway, I don't know if we will be enjoying tacos, but at some point we will be enjoying some food. I'll be yeah. having tacos. It depends on how good they are, whether or not I'm enjoying them. So There you go. There you go. So we will be having tacos. Not necessarily. Don't know, necessarily know if we're actually going to be enjoying them. There you go. All right, uh, we have dawdled enough. Why don't we go ahead and get into yeah. get into today's enough news. comedy? It's joke yes. time. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to move into story number one. Story number one has to do with the election takeover. That's right. Um, there is a uh, there is a federal. Well, basically, Democrats are trying to take over fe- elections. Uh, they found that when uh, 2022 came along, along when Omicron came on, Omicron when COVID came along. They were able to change a bunch of rules all throughout the country, didn't have to go through the right process, and now they want to keep those things in place. Various legislatures throughout the country decided, you know, we're going to keep some of those things that worked, we're going to get rid of some of those things, we're going to regulate some of those things, whatever. They did things that kind of pared back some of that stuff. Changes that were made, quite frankly, illegally and unconstitutionally in 2020. Well, now Democrats are basically losing their minds because they're like, no, no, they're trying to keep people from vote to, for voting because they don't like black people. And so therefore, they are racist, and we're not going to stop their bill. And uh, in order to do that, we're going to force them to overturn the filibuster, which, by the way, is the thing they really want to do. They really want to overturn the filibuster. Well, it looks like uh, they're not going to have a real good shot at overturning that filibuster, as the two Democrats, Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin, have decided that the two moderate Democrats who've all told them all along they are not going to vote to overturn the filibuster, uh, are actually keeping their words uh, and uh, not overturning the filibuster. Mike, you and I have talked a lot about a lot about this. What, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, first of all, on just how they're treating Manchin and Cinema uh, in terms of the conversations and in terms of what they're doing in the media and how they're going after them? Well, first thing I told you, I'm getting a hat made. It says, Manchin, America great again. All right, is this guy uh, single-handedly is defeating his own party for uh, ridiculousness? Uh, you know what's what's going on uh, is that uh, and Craig and I, you, know, you guys hear us have this uh, uh, educated debate here. Uh, you know, uh, every once in a while when it comes to the the the, uh, the election fraud, there was election fraud. Okay, election fraud. You won't be able to prove me otherwise. I'm one of those. I've seen enough evidence. I've seen. 200,000 absentee ballots that had no folds in them. Guess what Guess what you have to do when you get an absentee ballot? You have to mail it in. You have to mail it back and forth. You have to put it in a folder when you turn it in. Yet none of them had any any folds in them. Isn't that strange? Anybody find that strange? How about 
suitcases full of ballots pulled out from underneath a, uh, a table in Atlanta? How about um, uh, magical ballot boxes that were put on the streets in Wisconsin? Uh, how about uh, we're blocking the windows and throwing all the Republicans out while we're counting ballots in, in Pennsylvania? Here's what happened, folks. Terrorist-style tactics. All right, how do terrorists work? They put out the, uh, uh, the jihad from above, and then each individual cell, knowing their commander's intent, carries out their task as they seem fit. There's no central command. Nobody waits for the major's orders, the colonel's orders, or the general's orders. They've got their marching orders, and they take it, and they do it, and they complete their task as they see fit, individually working alone, which is why terrorism works so well, because there's no mass head. There's no, there's no head to terrorism. It's all individual cells operating with the idea that was given to them. That's how they did this. That's how the Democrats did this from state to state, from county to county, to city to city, they all carried it out the own, their own ways. They were told they were told to steal the election any way you can. And it all happened in so many different ways, hundreds of ways, actually to their benefit, because when presented in court, there was no organized method, no organized uh, effort that could be found because they did it via terrorism tactics. Your, your election was stolen to you by Democrats through terrorist tactics. Okay, so for those of you who are watching us on YouTube, it was nice knowing you. We were back for like a week or so, um, or a day or so. I think yesterday was our first day back. Uh, unfortunately, we probably won't be back tomorrow. We probably won't be back tomorrow. We'll see you. We'll see you on Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you on Facebook tomorrow. But chances are, we won't be back. We won't be back here. Uh, that was an interesting. That was an interesting layout, and I can't say that there's a whole lot that uh, there's not. All, I'll put it to you this way: there is as much. There is as little evidence to refute what he says as there is to support what he said. You can make an argument either way. I think we want, I 100% agree. There was a whole bunch of stuff that, hinky stuff that went on during the election. I, was it enough to overturn the election? I don't know. He's well, convinced, he, you're convinced. Here's the reason, here's the right. reason. Let's look at our next story. Here's the reason why it was not enough to overturn the election. Again, because nobody went out and did the same thing. They all right. found their own individual ways. Right. A terrorist, some will put a, a, a Molotov cocktail in the back, some will build an IED, some will put a, a flaming rag in your gas tank. Okay, everybody accomplishes yeah. their mission differently. This is what they did. In Wisconsin, what they did was they went and put out ballot boxes. Mm -hmm. This sounds good, right? You put right. your ballot boxes out so you can put your absentee ballots in your ballot boxes. Right. I guess you this was not in the law, though, in Wisconsin. Well, no, actually, they well they, they changed the rules. So technically, they're not supposed to. See, in fe according to federal law, uh, in order to change the law, let me clarify, according to the Constitution, let's be clear, that part of federal law. Yes. In order to change elections, federal elections, in order to change the rules, that has to be done by the legislature. In a number of states, including Wisconsin, it was changed by the election officials. Right, and which it, means it, it, people right. made up rules. Okay, right, exactly. the law, it's not. When I say it's not, it was not within the law. Right. Yes. it was not within yes. the law. Yes. the law says uh, if you can have a ballot box, you yes. can have a ballot box yes. at a, at a remote turn-in station. Yep. So yep. there was not. It was not authorized under Wisconsin law. Right. Yet many of them, right there in uh, well, in the Capitol. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wisconsin, and I'm saying yeah. Wisconsin wasn't yeah. the only place. Yeah. You're, you're making an argument that I, I already yeah. agree with. So why are we arguing about it? I agree well, because we're giving you. This is this. The reason is because the you asked. Why didn't this stop the election? Because right. it's taken now this long, it's taken a year for the court right. to find that it was illegally done. And by the way, it wasn't all that was illegally done. They did ballot harvesting. Ballot right. harvesting is right. when I go to everybody's house that has an absentee ballot, have them right. fill it out, and then I transport it back right. to either the, the, the voting precinct or to the illegal ballot box. And they found that both occurred right. in Wisconsin and said if, this had, if they had discovered this before 
the election was certified, it would not have been certified that President well, Trump would have won it that was, state. It, but it wasn't about discovering it because they knew it was happening. It was and we all knew it was against the law. Why Correct. Why it took them so long to make this ruling? Because Democrats controlled no certain portions of the courts I there no and no delayed, idea. delayed, delayed. Right, exactly, exactly. What do you guys think? I know you, I know you got an opinion. Oh, I agree with you. You know, one of the things, 125% voter turnout, that's never happened. Uh, 300,000 different ballots came in, and all of them were for Biden. Mathematically, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's just, there's there's so much out there that and nobody's questioning it. Well, I just think it's, I think it's odd that, okay, all of a sudden, you know, it, it was okay for them to basically come out and say for years that Donald Trump stole the election. But if Donald Trump said that they stole, they stole this election, all of a sudden now he needs to be brought up on federal charges. And I was watching a, a readout, which is a MSNBC's Joy Reid yesterday, and you had Eric Swalwell on there, you know, the guy who sleeps with with uh, Chinese spies. Newcomb. Um, Newcomb Swalwell. Right, Newcomb Swalwell, yeah. Um, basically came out and was like, yeah, no, I mean, just we need to be charging, we need to be charging Donald Trump with, with treason and sedition and insurrection simply for giving a speech. Anyway. Wow. Crazy I guess it's, I guess it's illegal to talk now. Right. What? Everything we say can and will be used against us regardless. Can and will be used against you in a court of law, especially if uh, if you're if you're a Republican and they happen to be Democrats. That there be how it be. All right, move on to our next story. Now this was one, okay, so this kind of feeds in a little bit about what we were talking about. Uh, Mikey mm -hmm. was talking about the drop boxes. Uh, uh, Mike, just fill them in real quick about what was going on with the drop boxes. Yeah, again, uh, you know, just to, to wrap from uh, from the last segment in Wisconsin, they they ruled that it was uh, that illegal activity occurred when it came to the drop boxes. Many jurisdictions there, uh, it, it, electoral heads from their counties decided, yeah, we're going to make these drop boxes for absentee ballots, uh, which is not bad in theory. Except, guess what? Uh, you, as the appointed official, don't get to make law. Uh, you are actually part of the legislative, the executive branch, and you get to enforce the law. But you did not create the law. You were not part of the legislative branch. Branch, you cannot make these laws. You cannot. And these were clearly designed, by the way, right. where they were placed to help uh, one one party of voters and not the other. Uh, and where, where do I mean, folks? They they put the boxes in the hood. That's what I'm talking right. about. Right. Well, they put and, the boxes in the hood. And and here's the thing: a lot of this stuff was funded by by Zuckerberg and Facebook. Yep. A lot of it was funded by George Soros. Um, this quote unquote, in order to help promote elections, right? Uh, in order to help increase and improve uh, improve voting. But, but men, like I said, many of the things that were done were put in place by election officials who, by the way, don't get to change the rules of elections. And I think we're gonna see in court case after court case uh, that, that uh, that's gonna, they're going to turn out to have been wrong. And Democrats really aren't gonna care because now what they're trying to do is they're trying to now have a federal takeover of those elections so that they can, uh, well, do whatever it is the heck they want to do. That's RB. Anyway, moving right along, you guys are going to love this one. Now, I stopped watching the NBA uh, right during COVID. Middle of COVID, when, when the team that I root for, the owner of the Kings, uh, decided that he was going to fire their announcer for tweeting, right. for responding. He was asked a question, and he said, all he's asked, he was asked a question. What do you think about Black Lives Matter? And he returned, said a return tweet 
all lives matter. I think all lives matter, every single one. And he got fired for it. Is he also an NBA Hall of Famer as a former player? Uh, no, no, different guy. Oh, okay. Different guy. So, and then they turned around and they replaced him with a uh, anti, anti-cop BLM, uh, anti, anti-cop uh, 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 liberal from ESPN. So I stopped watching the NBA. Uh, well, now, once again, from California, the owner of the Warriors has decided to... He was asked a question about, you know, we all know that, that they make a lot of money in China. The NBA makes a boatload of money in China. In some cases, more money than they do here in the United States. But uh, he was on a podcast and they were talking about the Uyghurs in China. Where, For those of you who do not know, they're a, a religious minority there uh, in China where you are not allowed to have any religion except praising uh, the emperor of China. What, what's the name of that religion again? Uh, Uyghurs. Uyghurs. They were Uyghurs, right. Um, they basically are putting them in concentration camps. Uh, they are gang raping their women. Uh, they are putting them to death. I mean, it is bad what they're doing. And when asked about, you know, do you feel kind of guilty about making money off in China when they're doing this, uh, this was his response. Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You, you bring it up because you really what? care. And I think what that's you mean, nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard. Wait, wait, I'm you're telling you, you personally don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay, oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. Disappointing. So what he's saying here is, is that of all the things in the world that he cares about, the fact that you know the place where he's making a boatload of money, the fact that they are killing, that they are raping women. Uh, the fact that they are killing people because of their religion and putting them in concentration camps. The fact that they have slavery right there in China. Yeah, that that doesn't matter to him at all. And by the way, this is the guy whose technology is supposed to be, they call it social capital. That's supposed to be his where he made all of his money. This company called, so, I think it's called social capital, where they're supposed so. to be helping people invest in companies that care about our future and our community. Yes, they care about your community and uh, like I care about uh, NBA, evidently. So it's uh, this guy. This guy does not. That, that's the owner. That's the owner we just saw. Yes, that's that, the he just, that was the yeah, owner. And, and you care about basketball, your basketball team. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess at some level, you know, that's a, that's a that's a pretty good statement on his part. Yeah. Well, but but how dis? I mean, how bad is it for you to say? I, I just don't care. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, I don't really know if. You know, I understand it's, it's thousands of miles away. It's not something I can have a direct impact on. That's something really to take up with the Chinese government. At least I, I wouldn't buy that because my attitude is, look, this is not that far away. I mean, it's not, yes, it's thousands of miles away, but you're making money off of this. No, I think he was looking for more of the Dalai Lama response or trying for the Dalai Lama right. response and ended up with Dolly Parton. And I ended up with Dolly Parton. I mean, dude, I mean, what? To say you don't care at all. He's making a lot of money. Right. I'll tell you how much he cares. He cares enough to not say anything. Exactly. Because he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to get canceled. Yep. Lie, deny, make counter accusations. Long as the money comes in, he has no opinion. What you know it's funny, Eric, Eric, his name is Eric Cantor Freedom, right? Because he spoke he spoke out, and I forget which team he plays for. Uh, their teams are not televised in China right now. So they're making no money off of being televised in China. 
Yeah. What, what's what's the phrase that, that came uh, came out a while ago? It's like you know, go get woke, go broke. Get woke, go broke. Get woke, go broke. Well, yeah, but but once again, you got folks like this and folks like LeBron, who you know they want to tell us how we're supposed to live. They want to tell us how bad America is. Here it is. He's making money because he's got that big ass. Excuse me, forgive my French. <laughs> Sorry, folks. He's got that huge deal with Nike. That lifetime. He's got that lifetime deal with Nike, right? So he ain't saying nothing. They, they, you got little Chinese children, religious slaves, making this, make, producing his shoes. And so he doesn't have, he doesn't have anything to say about that because he's making money off of it. But to get that tight threading, you have to have small hands. You have to. I mean. Uh, we're never going to stay on YouTube. That's just—I've just come to that realization. Mike is, Mike I, is going to make sure. Of yeah, it. I, I don't have Chinese a, shoes. In I fact, I, I have shoes that are causing me blisters. So I might have to get me some Chinese shoes. <laughs> I do not have Chinese <laughs> shoes. There you go. There you go. Oh. All right. Well, let's talk. Well, speaking of Chinese shoes, uh, let's talk about California. <laughs> Yay! Going back to Cali. Turns out, California supplies forty percent. Let me just see. Let me show you this again. Uh, 40%, according to Bearing Arms, 40% of the crime guns that are found in South America came at one point, were at one point, uh, came from the United States of America, right? I believe, and a huge majority of them actually came from California, Florida, Texas, and, uh, well, yep, there it is right there. California is the place you ought to be uh, if you want to... Uh, Load up the truck and move that, to Beverly. That, that can't be because you're supposed to register those. Oh, oh Billy has a point. How is that possible? Just How could well, they be coming from California if they're registered? Well, because I believe what happened is they went ahead and they registered them in California. And that's how they found out they were California guns. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I can see how, this, how they, they registered them in California where they list the alternate address in Mexico City. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's right. That's my gun's summer home. That's what it is. My gun's summer home is down in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's an article over there at Bearing Arms. Uh, um, Tom Knighton, Tom Knighton wrote this piece, pointing out how basically. Well, you, so let's just be real. They're, it, they're coming from border states, and the only border state that wasn't included in that were, were Arizona and New Mexico. Were the only ones that weren't included in that particular list. Louisiana, Louisiana, <laughs> Louisiana is only. Is it actually yeah, border no, Mexico? No, Texas no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I'm just, I'm just. Well, you got Florida listed in there, and Florida doesn't border Mexico. Well, I said most borders I said most Cuba, border bro. <laughs> it, it does, but uh, most Cubans don't go to Cuba anymore. It's just... Yeah, but it borders yeah, Cuba. But the Cubans are coming I'm here. I'm actually shocked that Democrats are not actually building a wall between us and Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, though, them and Haitians seem to be the only immigrants they don't want to come into the United States. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. No telling. We have no idea. I mean, racism. Their, their food's pretty good. <laughs> the food's pretty good. <laughs> the presidents are, oh, the presidents Cuban, are racist. Cuban sandwiches are awesome. <laughs> well, there you go. That's exactly what's happening. Okay, well, hey, you know what? We are like way, well, not way over. We're not too bad. So we're still, we're still within the realm. But uh, we're going to move on to our parting shot. Uh, you want to preface this one, Mike? You want to kind of give us a 
uh, uh, free introduction. To I, just, just a little you know, insight. Every, every once in a while, I like to see uh, you know somebody that you, you don't think to, that you know it's going to give a, a response or give a statement. You know, whether that's a, a serious actor that uh, you know throws out something uh, comedic or the opposite, a, a comedian who gets all serious on you. But uh, and, and that's what we have with uh, our, our good friend from uh, what is it, Krakowia, right? Isn't he from? Uh, I have no idea. Where no, he's Kazakhstan. From. He's from Kazakhstan. 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 Okay. From our good friend from uh, Kazakhstan, uh, uh, Sasha Boren, uh, Borat Cohen. Okay. Borat. Borat. Let's see if we can. Sisters are great kids. See if we can read this puppy real quick. It says, uh, "When I was in university, I studied history, and there was this one major historian of the Third Reich, Ivan Kershaw. Right? Ian Kershaw. Ian, Ian Kershaw. Uh, and his quote was." The path to Auschwitz was paved with indifference. I know it's not very funny being a comedian talking about talking about the Holocaust, but I think it's an interesting idea that not everyone in Germany had to be raving had, be, had to be a raving anti-Semite. They just had to be apathetic. So as you're sitting there wearing your mask, and you think about, oh well, you know. I'm only doing it because I want the COVID to pass and I may not be real, it might be real, whatever it is. I'm just gonna go along rather than make waves. Although, why aren't you wearing yours, sir? You should, I'm, I'm calling the, the safety officers where we sit here today and there are safety officers walking around pointing out, please wear your mask, please wear your mask. Meanwhile, they've determined that as we sit next to each other and converse on microphones, that COVID can't be a threat to us. No. However, if I were standing in a booth talking to someone about a firearm uh, sale, that COVID's a clear threat and it must be eliminated by the safety officers. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Look, most of the time, the, the tyranny happens because people who know better don't say anything, right? That's, that's really how it happens. And we're at a point now where you have one side who's basically decided they're going to shut down speech uh, by the other side. And by the way, we're not on the side that's doing the banning. There has never been in history a group of people, a society that has been about banning speech and banning books where it's ever worked out. The tyrants are always on the side of doing the banning, to be to be clear. Absolutely. Right? Am I am, am I right, guys? Yeah, or, exactly. You write, yep. you write. Crack open any history book. Right. That's just that's I mean, They're just banning kind of those, I think. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. They, they I don't. think they're banning those. They don't oh, want you learning history from books. history. They're banning history books. And they're, they're attempting to rewrite history, which if you folks, just to be real, if you follow, to take some time, read, the, read uh, uh, Saul Linsky's Rules for Radicals. Read the Communist Manifesto. Read about the history of, of Stalin and Lenin and Mussolini and take a look at how they did what they did when you had government partnering with academia and partnering with the, the media and entertainment and then with corporate with the, the, the corporations all pushing an agenda to shut down any discussion or debate starting to ban and then they started taking away people's rights and then once they did that then they started taking away people's property they started taking away their families started taking away their children their lives and then eventually their lives folks Communism is responsible for over a hundred million deaths. And yet we are now in the process of trying to implement many of the tenets of, com we're not calling it communism. We're calling it uh, critical race theory. We're calling it social justice. We're calling it transforming society. 
or democratic communism. Democratic socialism. Democratic socialism. Democratic socialism. They're saying it out plain sight. It's never worked out before in history. They didn't do it right. We will. But we're going to do it different. Right. I mean, we're gonna do it different. come on now. Mao didn't get it right. Mussolini didn't get it right. Stalin didn't get it right. Lenin didn't get it right. Right. Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un, and Kim Jong-sun, none of them got it right. But we can get it. Joe Biden can get it right. <laughs> Joe Biden can get it right. My butt's been wiped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, you know what? That's what he was probably saying. I can get it right. That's what he meant to say when he said his butt was wiped. Probably saying he was full of feces. <laughs> and I'm the one that got this kicked off YouTube. <laughs> I, I said feces. <laughs> anyway. Hey, how about a shout out to our sponsors? Hey, hey, let's talk about our good friends over at uh, Ghost Manufacturing. Excuse me, Ghost uh, Machining. No. It's Grid Defense. Grid Defense. Gorilla Machine. Machining. Grid Defense. Gorilla machine. There we go. There we go. Look, uh, we're gonna switch Ooh, cameras. There we go. Good. Hold on. Switch the cameras. Switch, switch cameras. Bam. There we go. Those two guys. <laughs> That's gorilla machining right there. And then our good friends at Grid Defense, and of course, to uh, the California Republican Assembly. Right. Right. California Republican Assembly. Wait. We also want to give. We also want to give a shout out to the folks over at GunTech USA. Uh, for GunTech USA. Guys. Let's talk about uh, next level training. Uh, yes. Let's talk about Lion Arms. Uh, we can keep going around the table. I keep forgetting. And but of course. Most importantly today, to our friends uh, from Beretta here at the Beretta yes. Media Zone. Yes, they were they were kind enough to donate their space uh, for us to be able to be here in the middle of the action as the as the event is going on. So it's it's been a lot of fun. We're having a great time so far. We apologize for being a little late today. Uh, technical difficulties. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, see, blame the brother. Don't. You have not come to realize yet. We are in America. Everything is the white man's fault. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Uh -huh. Clearly, uh -huh. clearly, you have have missed uh, have missed the key, missed the point. Anyway, folks, that's going to be it for today's episode. We very much appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you liking, sharing, subscribing, and if you're just listening, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Anyway, folks, that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much. Have a good time. Stay out of trouble. Yada, yada, yada. We'll see you tomorrow on Hope Day. Hope Day. We going sizzling. We going sizzling.